Hey, y'all. I know, y'all. I know, I know. Please don't get on me. I have been messing up with my podcast. I have not been consistent, and that's my fault. But I'm about to try to get it together, you know, back to the weekly updates. Cause I know y'all miss me. Who wouldn't miss me? Like, what? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, yeah, it's just been a lot going on for me. I'm going to give y'all a quick little update. I have switched from being on campus. If y'all know, y'all know I go to Morgan State. And my first semester, I was on campus with my peeps, having a great time or something like that. <laughs> but um, this semester, I decided to go virtual, stay home. I got some stuff I got to get together. So I just needed to be home where I'm, I have access to everything. And also, y'all know, I'm trying to get my YouTube channel started. That's going to be coming within this next month or so. Probably, like, around or after Valentine's Day. So, that's something I'm working on as well. I have to get... I'm trying to do I'm trying to do this hair stuff. I've been working on some new styles. I'm trying to get knotless and stuff together so I can add braiding to my site. I'm doing a lot of, like... I'm trying to grow and progress. And that's been getting in the way. On top of my mental health, I struggle to... I don't like we talk about it, but I have depression, and it's really hard for me. My good days are good, but my bad days are really fucking bad, and they seem never-ending. And so that, it'd it be a lot for me to come and talk to y'all and chat with y'all and be the funny person I know y'all want me to be. It's really hard sometimes. That being said, everybody need to do something over. Like, I know, I know. I'm just so great. Y'all be dying without me. But I'm back. I'm better than ever. <laughs> and I'm about to be because it says I can't be. Feel me? My classes just started and they will all be over by, they range between 10 and 2. So by the time classes is over, I'm going to be sitting down with the computer and probably a J. And I'm going to be ready to tell y'all about what I need to say. You feel me? I got to get some shit off my chest. <laughs> That being said, we want to jump right into this week's episode. We're going to talk about toxic traits, how to identify if you're toxic in a relationship, um, what to do when you're dealing with somebody that's toxic, and how to walk away from it. And we're going to talk about for my ladies, or for my men if you're really interested in that, you know, uh, healing journeys from, you know, after a real bad heartbreak, or just something that really just broke you down in general, and some self-care things you could do to make yourself feel better along your journey. Because... Ladies, we all know, sometimes, it be, after a while, you just need to take a break. Withdraw from all these all these relationships and all these problems that come with it. And just focus on you and what makes you happy. You got to be the center of your own peace. So, yeah, I'm going to give y'all some tips on that. Because I, myself, have had a few hidden journeys and shit. I be still taking them to this day. Because it's, it's hard. Niggas be fucking me up, Okay. I'm not too above it. I don't just hate men for no reason. These niggas be playing with me, y'all. I be getting played like a fiddle in a twiddle, and it's real bad for me. I don't give a fuck, because I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Ew, I snorted. I'm so sorry. Ugh. Oh, my God. Have you heard it? You ain't hear it. It only happened when I laugh real hard. But anyways, yeah, let's get right to it. <laughs> I'm about to get some music playing, because y'all know I can't sit in silence. It'll drive me crazy. And then I'm going to do a quick shout out for my friend Fats, y'all. I love him so much. Like, I've never cooked with somebody better. That's my bitch. Like, that's really my bitch. And and, and I'd be trying about him, period. <laughs> I just had to make sure I put him in this episode because that's really my fave, y'all. All right, so let's jump right into it, y'all. First, we're going to talk about 
toxic behaviors and how to identify them in yourself because the first step is always awareness a lot of y'all don't like taking accountability and y'all want to point the finger and blame all failed relationships talking stages or whatever on other people but you'll be having your choice too and when you are aware of that you can stop that and you can realize okay if i'm not the problem then i can walk away so let's go there first gaslighting if you don't know what gaslighting is it's when you kind of you lie to somebody and you manipulate them to where they how do i put this in the right way okay so like they'll feel bad for accusing you of doing something or you like trick them into thinking that you're not doing something that you actually are that wasn't the best explanation so i'm gonna give you an example so boom gaslighting do y'all know how phineas and ferb was building shit every fucking day in that tv show and Candace would try to tell her mama and then by the time mama came back everything was gone and they thought her ass was crazy knowing good and damn well they was building shit that's gaslighting it don't matter how it disappeared or got taken away them niggas knew what they was doing that is gaslighting and if you do that to somebody I want to tell you right now you are a bad person you could really like manipulating somebody in that way could really make them feel like they are absolutely crazy they making shit up or they they just putting shit out they ass that is some evil shit i'm gonna give you one relationship boss so you got a girl best friend and your man telling you oh yeah i don't really like the best friend i feel like y'all got something going on that i don't know about and you telling him you like no it's nothing Knowing good and damn well, you and the bestie been sneaking around, doing shit y'all ain't got no business, and then you telling him, like, you're just letting your insecurities get the best of you, I don't see her that way, that's gaslighting, because you're making him feel like, okay, baby, I'm pulling this shit out of my ass, when you know good and well y'all doing exactly what you're getting accused of. If you gaslight somebody, you are a bad person. Yes, I'm shaming y'all. I'm shaming y'all hard. Because y'all need to feel bad about the shit y'all doing. Y'all have all this toxic mess that we got spewing around. It's like our generation really eat that shit up. And I don't know why. But I'm I'm, going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it because I don't like it. It's not cute. It's not fun. It's draining. It fuck people head up. And it make them take that bullshit to the next person. And then a bitch like me gotta go fix them. And I'm tired of playing healer. You better come heal because I'm motherfucking tired. Come heal or get the fuck, okay? Anyways, gaslighting is something that you should be really checking for in yourself and in your partner for real, for real. If you gaslight somebody, that means it's not no real trust. Because that's you just lying. You're literally just lying and making them feel like they're making stuff up when it's not true. Okay, moving on. I feel like this is really obvious. If there's anybody in a relationship that's, like, super controlling, overbearing to the point where, like, I had a relationship where my boyfriend, he wanted to be friends with all of my friends. And it was weird. Like, anybody I was cool with, oh, he wanted to be besties with them. It went to the point where my bestie don't even live in D.C. no more. Or my ex-bestie. She, don't even live, she used to live in, she lived in Michigan at the time. And he would go out his way to, like, get on the phone and talk to her to be cool with my bestie. Why? He wanted to be cool with my cousin. This girl don't know you from a can of pain. Like, why are you doing this? But it was a way of controlling me. Because if he knew who all my friends was and what he was doing, they was cool. And he could always check on me through them. So, yeah. If you doing that, if you're controlling or you're getting controlled, that's definitely a toxic thing you should be checking for. Like... 
it's and it's more than just like oh i want to know who you cool with or you can't wear this it's it's simple shit like oh give me the passwords to all your this or you can't go nowhere without me or why are you posting that stop posting for blah, blah, blah. like that shit is not cute that's really weird you know that post that be like if you can't handle a bad bitch don't give one one it's like that like if you if you can't handle trusting your partner to not do nothing when you're not around, then you shouldn't be looking for a partner because you have some shit to fix with yourself. You have too many insecurities that need to be checked on. You should not be controlling somebody's being. We are all in, grown as individuals. We have the right to our own space, to our own friends, and to do what the fuck we want to do when we're not around. Relationships are built on communication and trust. If you can't trust that I'm going to communicate everything that's going on and tell you when something happens or if somebody, you know, just anything that we're not going to sit here and tell, that I'm not going to be honest with you, open about what's going on in my life, then we shouldn't be together because you should not want to control every aspect of my life and what's going on in it. That's fucking insane. And that's honestly, that gives me, that gives me like obsessed vibes. And that shit is scary as fuck. Honestly, let's move on to the next one. Being obsessed, that goes into something called love bombing. I found out about this little word recently, but pretty much it's been a it's been a thing for a long time. Okay. Love bombing is when somebody okay, and I feel like we all experienced this at least once, cause niggas be weird. You ever like talk to a nigga and three days in he like, Oh, I love you so much, I wanna be with you, you my everything, I da 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 and they be like, Boy, what the fuck? You don't even know me. That's love bombing. Somebody who's just too overwhelming, obsessive, and controlling at times. And it's to the point where, like, you know, you just don't understand it. And they keep telling you it's in the name of love. Nah. You don't love me. You're obsessed. And obsession is way scarier than love because obsession is like an infatuation or a fetish. And they want to control everything about you because they have this fantasy of what you are. Obsession is not good. No matter how much we joke about it, obsession is never a good thing. If somebody's obsessed with you, you should try to get a restraining order and get as far away from you as you can. Because obsession always leads to, like, psychotic type, I don't, behaviors. Like, no, it's not. It's not. That's how you get stopped. And that shit is scary. I would know. That's how you be getting the, the text messages from text nails and a hundred different numbers. That's how you get the, I'm going to kill myself if you don't da-da-da. Like, that shit has never been fun. It's scary. Shit, it might be cool to y'all, but me, I be having a fucking heart attack. I don't play like that. But, yeah, love bombing, definitely not something you should do. And if you love bomb... Even if you don't realize you are, you have to think to yourself, like, I'm telling this person that I can't breathe without them. I can't live without them. I want to be with you all the time. You just overwhelming them to the point where it just feels like they don't have no space. That's not healthy. And honestly, that just shows signs of, like, trauma and, and not having enough love in your, like, in your life. And, baby, you need therapy. I don't know how anybody would put it. And that's one thing that people do not think about. We have relationships, like, all the way from, like, middle school, some people, up until you're older. But there's got to be some point in your life when you realize if you have a lot of failed relationships, whether it be on your part or theirs, maybe there's something that you're doing wrong. And sometimes it stems from you having unhealthy practices in a relationship that you got from your childhood, whether it be from something you learned from other people 
or just a response to the way you have been treated and you treat people that way because of how you was treated. You get what I'm saying? Like, hmm, let's give a good example because, you know, I love giving those so y'all understand me. Y'all can say y'all don't understand. I'm going to make sure y'all feel me, okay? So, boom. Growing up, you, okay, I have, I have one. I have my own example. Growing up, I have, I'm not, I don't live in an affectionate household. So, for a really long time, in my first relationships, I did not like being touched. I didn't want you on me. I needed my space. And it made it really hard for people to love me and for, you know, for me to express my love and affections for them. Like, yeah, you could use words, but some people need that touch. Some people's love language is um, touch and stuff. So, yeah, it was really hard for me to express that. And my friends used to tell me, like, I feel like you don't like me for it or I can't love you because I can't touch you. Now, granted, I'm still working on it, because it's to a point where now, I won't let you touch me unless we, like, really close. But when we are close, I'm very okay with, like, hugging, holding hands, cuddling, all that shit. And, I'm like I said, I'm, it's a work in progress for me. I'm working on doing that without having to feel like we the closest people in the world. I want to be able to hug my, my casual friends or my acquaintances without feeling disgusted. <laughs> or being, like, you know, feeling like my personal space was invaded. I want to be able to date somebody and we don't have to be months in before I feel like, okay, I want to, I want to hug you, hold your hand and stuff. I'm getting there. But if you like me and that's one of your issues, it can put a strain in your relationship because some people, like I said, their, their uh, love language is touched. Some people who just grew up in an affectionate household will feel rejected. It's a lot of things that go into that. So... You just got to be mindful of the things, your traumas and the things that happen in your life and what you grew up around and how you bring that into relationships because it can affect other people more than you realize. And that can put a strain on your relationship, right? Okay, so when we talked about guests, like we talked about love, love bombing, controlling this. Hold on, I'm going to get in. It's one more. I have a list, y'all. I'm trying to run through it real quick. Okay, so boom. Another thing we have, if you have a relationship where you feel like... How do I put this? Some relationships will leave you feeling like you are worth less, right? It's never a good feeling. I'm not talking about like when somebody just cheats on you. I'm talking about like I feel you in a relationship and they make you feel bad. Like they literally make you feel like I'm not worth anything. If that ain't a clear sign, baby, let me not judge because some people don't know no better. That is definitely a toxic relationship. You're in a you're in a bad situation. And if you are doing it to somebody else, here we go shaming people again. You are a bad person. I don't care. It's no reason that a person you wish should feel like they're not good enough or they're not worth something because you're telling them that. And here we go. It don't even have to be something as simple as you're not good enough. It could be telling you you couldn't have done a better job. It can be telling you, yeah, but you didn't do your best or shit, let me think. You're not making me happy because you won't do this. Something bitch. Something specific that they want. And in the moment, it might feel like, okay, they're just expressing their feelings. But that's not what they're doing. They're literally putting this bug in your head to make you feel like you are less so that they can manipulate you easier and break you down. That is a clear sign that you are being manipulated. And that is a very clear example that you're in a toxic relationship. Any form of manipulation in a relationship is a big-ass red flag, and you should leave immediately because that person can, they're, like, they're they're physically harming, I mean, they're mentally harming you. And that's it's also a sign of verbal abuse. Like, I don't know, it's, 
it's really hard to get into this. <laughs> and dear God, I hope I'm not triggering nobody. But it's just like some people have a way with their words where they can make you feel as though you are not doing enough on your part in the relationship. They can give you backhanded compliments and make you feel bad about yourself or about your appearance. Or they could bring it to where you are only da-da-da to me and not to nobody else. That's another thing that's breaking you down. So now you feel like, oh, I'm only good enough for this person. I need to be with them. Or nobody else will see me that way. Or I'll never be good enough after them. I want you to know right now that it's verbal abuse. And you should get away from that person immediately. Because verbal abuse, I don't want to say always, but a lot of times it leads to physical abuse. Please be aware that it's a big-ass red flag. And as I stated before, manipulation can always, always, can also, my bad, okay, I'm going to put it like this. Three stages. You have manipulation, that's the key foundation. That's when they start putting the bug in your head, fucking with you, making you feel like, I don't know, just making you feel indifferent, making you question yourself, right? Boom. That could lead into verbal abuse, which is where they start you know, telling you, you, you this, da, 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 you making you feel bad about yourself even further by telling you bad things. You're worthless. You a whore. Nobody else will want you, da, da, da. And y'all saying this don't happen or it couldn't be you, but I promise you this shit happens every day. Boom. Third stage, you can get into physical abuse because once they, they broke you down to a point where you feel vulnerable, that's where they start pushing you to do shit you don't want to do. And when you refuse is when they start to get, you know, physical with you. I'm going to leave a link in my uh, bio uh, or in the comment thing or the, descrip- the description of this fucking podcast, bro. As I've done before, to an abuse hotline, if you feel like you're experiencing any of this or you you think you might be close to it or you, anyth- I don't know, somebody you know, call the hotline. It's 24 hours. Call the hotline. Report this and get out of the situation before, especially if you're in a situation where that person is somebody you live with. Or as I mentioned early, earlier, it's someone that's controlling. So they have like they have control over your friends or where you go or who you talk to, and you feel like you have no way out of relationship with them, and even at home, which may or may not be with them, you don't feel safe. Call this hotline, get some help. And this is for men or women because I'm telling y'all all the shit that I'm saying that apply for men. Women can do the same thing. It's just not as bought up. It's it's it's. People will look the other way. But women can gaslight men just the same. They can call men weak. They can call them, I don't know. Just, just, I don't know specifically because I don't really talk shit about men like that. <laughs> Not in a serious matter. I just joke that way, of course. But if if you are a man and you listen to gentlemen, whatever, and you feel like a girl has been manipulating you, gaslighting you, whatever, she's talking bad to you, making you feel bad about yourself, questioning your worth, you need to leave immediately, and if it gets to the point where they're verbally abusing you or physically abusing you, call the hotline and get some help. Do not be embarrassed. Nobody's going to laugh at you, judge you, or talk about that back down to you because of your experience. You are a survivor like everybody else. Do not let social media fool you. Those people are fucking idiots. Everybody is entitled to help, and anybody can be abused. Let's keep it pushing, though. Got a little dark root. Got a little dark. Um, this goes into, like, gaslighting and, um, manipulation. If anybody is intimidating you to get your way, um, you know, just, just whenever shit not going your way, they, like, okay, so, boom, they playing victim. Oh, you don't love, well, no, that's not really playing victim, but 
So they tell me that you, oh, you don't love me because you don't want to do this. Or, like I said, you don't want to see me happy. Things like that. That's intimidation. Um, boom. So anybody playing victim, you bring up a situation to them. And they telling you, like, oh, but you making me feel this way by, by accusing me. Da, da, da. That goes into gaslighting. Anytime that they're flipping situation onto you and making you... If you go to a situation where you have to bring something up that's bothering you and you end up leaving the situation feeling like you're the problem or feeling bad because you addressed what's bothering you, that's a big problem right there. That is the victim blaming. And if they do that to you, they'll do it they'll do it with like any situation. And it'll be to the point where you start feeling like you can't express how you feel or you have to be quiet. And that's not true. As I stated before, relationships are all about communication. You should always feel comfortable talking about what's wrong. Um, shit. Um, I don't want to, I guess this is kind of toxic. Anybody that's like overly defensive about anything that you question them about, I don't, most of the time this is true. Anybody who gets overly defensive about something you bring up, they're guilty of it. Because there's no reason for them to be defensive. If you ask that nigga if he cheating and he start, why would I cheat? No, that's you. He cheating, girl. He is cheating. You need to just go ahead about your day because you know he cheating. And don't talk like you don't know. Don't. He just mad because he is not. Bitch, he is cheating on you. And you know it. That's why he mad. Because he about to get caught the fuck up. If they get over the defensive girl, sir, ma'am, whoever. If they get over the defensive, I'm just telling you now. Nine times out of ten, they are guilty of what you are accusing. I'm not saying to just go assume enough, you know. Always let them tell their side of the story. But most of the time, they be guilty. Another toxic trait, in my opinion, anybody who gets, like, super, super jealous. Like, I don't know. That just, that that goes with the controlling thing for me. I feel like that's really weird. It's no reason for you to constantly be jealous, especially when you are with somebody who reassures you a lot. And, you know, you are strong. Your confident relationship and the trust that y'all have and that y'all love each other a lot. It shouldn't be no constant jealousy. Like, it's okay to have a normal amount of, oh, why da 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 checking for you? Or why they da da You know, that's normal. But simple shit like, why this nigga just give you hard eyes? Baby, it's Instagram. You could do what you want to do. Or why you wearing it to get attention? Like, come on. Come on now. I was wearing it when I bagged you. And now it's a problem. You feel me? Like, shit like that. That's definitely not okay. But, yeah. Whew. Okay, so, them was just some examples of, like, toxic uh, uh, traits. And, I feel like, of course, there's more. There's always more. Um, a relationship where, like, y'all glamorize domestic violence. So, oh, yeah, I be his ass, he be my ass, but we still... No, that's not okay. We all glamorize cheating. Yeah, he cheat on me, but I get my get back, so we... Not okay. Just leave. I don't know, any situation where you feel like you have to keep playing tit for a tat in a relationship, that's not, why would you want that? That is draining. That's literally draining. If you constantly have to defend your relationship from other people because they can clearly see that it's not healthy for you, maybe you should, you know, rethink your relationship because obviously it's not healthy. Like, it's just so much that goes into the whole band toxic thing. And I feel like our generation specifically has made it a good thing because we could laugh and joke about it. But I, 
why would you really want to be in, in a situation where you always come out feeling drained? Where you feel like you can never win? Or that you have to be submissive and, and boil yourself down to make shit work? Well, it shouldn't, it, you shouldn't have to, it was a good day. Or we, or it can never be a good day. But like, that's not, you can't tell me that's what you want. That's not fun. That's not love. It's just some weird ass sick infatuation you have with this person. And honest to God, the quicker you let it go, the quicker you could be happier. You should never not be happy in relationship. Relationships are all about escaping from the world and all the other bullshit and being with that person and being in love and happy and at peace. And y'all should bring each other the utmost joy. Like that should be that should be the yin to your yang, bitch. Y'all should feel like, yes, gang them. Like, that should be your person. And if you don't feel that way with somebody, the relationship is probably not with you. And honestly, I don't care how old you are, how young you are. This is the best advice I ever got. If you can't look at the person you with and say, hmm, I might see myself marrying you, maybe the relationship is not for you. I'm not saying that in the terms like, oh, I just want to get married. No, think about it like this. If I can't see myself getting old, bickering with you, but still loving you and wanting to get in the bed and cuddle with you at the end of the day, maybe we shouldn't be together. If y'all argue so bad to the point where every day you feel like, hmm, I can't do this. I want to put my hands on you. Y'all should not be together. Y'all should not be together. Whew. God, I just talked my shit. Hold on. I need, I need a sip of water. Hell yeah, girl. That was good. Okay, so the moral of everything I was trying to say. If you're in a relationship and you always feel sad or angry or anxious, anything like that, just constant worry, anything like that, I don't think y'all should be together. If you have to play tit for tat, if you have to constantly reach out and get relationship advice, if you got 101 people telling you y'all should not be together and they having really valid reasons and and the reasons are resonating with you, Stop trying to find excuses to keep it going. Break up with them. And it doesn't always have to be in a bad manner. And also, if they're not trying to let you go, that's another sign. Like, they should want to see you happy even if it's not with you. They they don't want you. People that be like, oh, you can't be happy when you can't be happy with nobody. That's not. Yes, we joke and play, but that's actually so not okay. Anybody who truly loves you should want to see you happy, even if it's not with them. So they will be willing to let you go and find your peace elsewhere because they really love you. That's love. They can't give you that. They never loved you for the first place. They, they just bored. They are just bored, okay? Also, on the topic of, of, of talk, toxicity and all that shit, can we please let go of the sneaky links? Y'all, what the fuck are y'all talking about? What is a sneaky link even? Now it's, oh, my little sneaky link this, my little sneaky link that. Now me and little bit. Can y'all shut the fuck up? Like, <laughs> really just shut up. Like, what are y'all talking about? Y'all be old as shit talking about a sneaky link. Baby, if you fucking, you fucking. That's that. Just, y'all make me sick for real. Y'all really make me the fuck sick. Because what do y'all be talking about anyway? Y'all be like, oh, I want toxic stuff with my little sneaky link. What are you talking about? That's not even, like, 
I be saying y'all say that bullshit, and I just be like, these niggas just be chatting and chat. Like, y'all know y'all don't make sense. What is toxic sex even? Baby, if it's good, it's good. And if it's nasty, it's nasty. And it's that simple. Ain't no toxic sex. Like, what are you talking about? Y'all, like I said, y'all let social media let y'all glamorize toxic and unhealthy patterns and everything. And I really just don't get it. When the fuck has unhealthy ever become a trend? If anything, you should want healthy because healthy always means happy. And when you happy, everything feel better. When you happy and you love, everything feel better. Take my word for it, okay? But we gonna move on. We done talking about some toxic traits and how to recognize them. Now we gonna talk about how to avoid that. Okay, so leaving a relationship is not always as easy as just that, you know? A lot of things are a lot easier said than done. So if you're in a relationship and you wanna, like, try to save it or whatever. Bitch, do I have a class? Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Forced alarm. My class not till one. My bad, y'all. I, I was worried. You know, it's the first week I had to make good impressions. <laughs> Shit, where the fuck was I at? Okay. But yeah, it's really not easy to just break up with somebody, especially when you love them. Love is a very powerful thing. Bitch, what the fuck? Oopsies. I'm, it's, just, it's just looking real ghetto for me right now. Hold on, y'all. Okay, now that we got that settled, child. It's not easy to just walk away from. So, as I've stated time and time again, if y'all don't get nothing else from these podcasts, please get this. Communication is fucking key. I don't care how cliche it is. Communication is everything. That's literally the basis of any relationship. Friendship, relationship, whatever. Communication is going to get you far because you can't fix the problem if you're not expressing how you feel. So, that being said... If you ever feel like you're in a toxic relationship and you, you don't want to just, like, you know, straight up walk away. Because, I mean, I know me. Bitch, I'm going to leave, you know. But that's just because that's where I am now. If you're not in that place where you could just walk away yet, talk about it. You have to tell that person how you're feeling. And this is where you can see if they really love you or if they just, you know, fucking with you. Because that can't be the case. You, 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 you come up to them, you say, you know, hey, this is how I feel about how you've been doing this. I also realize that this is a sign of da-da-da, and I don't like that, and I want us to work on that. They can do one of two things. They can hear you out and be like, okay, so what can we do to fix this, and what can I do on my part to stop making you feel that way? Or they could be a dickhead about it and be like, well, I don't give a fuck. You still gonna love me anyway. You know, because we got people like that in the world. And if, you, if, them, if that's one of them people, I hate to say it, but you're going to have to leave because that means that they don't really care about you or your emotions enough to try to solve whatever the problem is. You feel me? Always, always, always talk about what's going on. Another thing, as I stated before, is awareness. You have to recognize the problem in yourself and take accountability. You have to say, okay, this is what I'm doing wrong, and this is what I can do to make it better. And in turn, if I'm doing my part, then, you know, it'll reflect the relationship, and then they'll do their part. You feel me? If you know that you been out here giving him reasons to be insecure and you don't like the fact that he's being super insecure, super jealous, and da-da-da, then stop giving him reasons to be insecure. Stop doing shit you know that this person has expressed to you, he, she, whoever, that this person has expressed to you makes them uncomfortable, makes them feel bad, and and you you and you still doing the shit just because that's, that's what you want to do. You are the problem, you know? You have to take account. You have to take accountability and say, okay, I need to reassure them 
and stop doing this one thing because I know that they don't like it and they have expressed me that they don't like it. You have to take other people's feelings into account, I mean, into consideration because it takes two to tango. Y'all both in a relationship. Y'all both have y'all dues. You have to do your part as well. Another important thing to me, I feel like, and not just because I'm a psych major. Don't be saying that because I want to be one. I feel, like, I feel like everybody should get therapists. Everybody's good. Everybody needs therapy, you know. It's good for you to have somebody you could talk about, to have somebody that has that professional opinion to let you know. I don't know. It's just something about, like, having that outlet that definitely helps. And if you can afford one, go get a therapist. And if you are up for it, you can get a relationship counselor. And it doesn't mean that you have a bad relationship. You don't always have to have a bad relationship to have a, 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 a relationship therapist. You can have one. For a healthy one, to keep it healthy. So that y'all can practice ways to, you know, keep keep yourselves in a loop where y'all are both happy at all times. You feel me? It's not always about needing. It's about maintaining it, too. So definitely be up for that. And before you get there, always have one for yourself. Make sure that you, are, you, ch you, you know you're working on yourself and who you are as a person. You cannot be in a relationship and love somebody until you're able to fully love and heal yourself. Like, and it don't matter what you think. It don't matter if you say, oh, I could love, you know, they could love me, me and them both. Like, it's, that's not how that works. You have to love you first, and then you can love somebody else. If you don't love you, then that, that'll open you up to be taken advantage of and to let somebody run all over you and treat you. That'll, that'll have you chasing after things that are not real love, and that's how you end up with a a broken standpoint relationship is and that's how you spread all this toxic with your idea toxic love around to other people and they carry that shit with them you know you always have to work on you first <sighs> with that being said i think i've spoken my piece on all that is toxic or at least that's what i can remember because right now my brain is so scrambled <laughs> um so we're gonna move on to healing journeys you know the part after you walk away from a toxic relationship or you know just breaking up from bitch hold on gotta get these words together Poo child what i was trying to say we're gonna move into the part after relationship good or bad where you you're in that stage and you kind of just feel like in a dump and you need to take that time alone to figure out who you are and what you want and get your peace or i like to call it and most other people the healing stage, you know, your healing journey. We're going to talk about that, how to have one, the benefits, I should say, and, in my opinion, the do's and don'ts, okay? Hold on, because I feel like this is something that should be talked about as well. Before I get into that, even though I gave y'all my idea of love, I don't want y'all to feel like love is always going to be peace and hair grease. Every relationship has it has its up and downs, right? That being said, the up and down should not make you feel like shit. They should not make you feel like less of a person. And they should not make you want to physically harm the person you are with. That's my opinion, okay? Also, relationships are all about, you know, growth, love, trusting, and, you know, not being in one spot. Like, if you with somebody for a certain amount, of, for all these years, fuck it, for all these months, Y'all will not, and y'all should not be in the same place as y'all started, you know, down the road. It's all about growing together, you know, adding and taking from each other and building each other up. 
that's my personal opinion. So while it is okay to have ups and downs, and I'm telling, I'm not telling y'all to like break up with somebody the moment something goes wrong. It shouldn't be a bunch of shit that makes you feel drained. You shouldn't be constantly arguing all the time. You shouldn't be crying. You shouldn't be yelling and screaming to the top of your lungs. That shit is not fun. That's not what the relationship is supposed to be about, and that's not love. It might be their own misconception of what they think they lo- like love is, but it's not real true love. Real love is pure, and it's easy, and it's going to be the best. Thing. It's going to feel like waking up in the morning, putting your put your feet on a super fuzzy ass carpet. It's warm as hell and you smell breakfast. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. That's a nice ass feeling. It's just like, mm, mm-hmm, I like that. That's what love should feel like. That's what it should really be like. Anyways, I just had to get that out there so y'all don't think that I'm just giving y'all this unrealistic perception of love that's going to be like super Y'all going to be straight all the time. Because that's not true. It is going to be some, you know, trials and tribulations. That's everybody. Because we're human beings and we fuck up. But it's all about how y'all can work over it together. I just want y'all to know that it's not some constant, like, breaking down of your mental state. You feel me? That being said, back to the topic. We're going to get into this self-care journey that y'all need to have. All right, let's get to it. So... If you, as, as I already told y'all, a self-care journey is something that, like, your healing journey, whatever you want to call it, everybody got a different name for it, it comes after you've gotten out of a relationship. I would like to think you could try to take that journey in a relationship, but I personally have not done that. I don't know anybody who has, so listen, if you can, y'all do that together, I'll love that for y'all, but if you cannot, this is what you do by yourself, or this is what, this is how it worked for me. I found it easier to just remove myself from social media because as we know, social media is when people post the good stuff. They post what they want to share with other people. So you get this misconception of everything around you and you also feel like you have a standard to live up to because you're seeing all of this online. Keep in mind, we are all in different places in our lives. Our relationships are all over the place. Everything that's going on with us is just different. Nobody's and no people are in the same exact place, no matter what they're posting. So I feel like it's best to remove yourself from social media because you can be more in tune with reality and get a real like view of what's actually going on with people around you. Also, what worked for me, I had to cut off all the people I was talking to or whatever you want to call it, you know, situationships, sneaky links, whatever you want to call them. I had to cut them all off. I needed to work on being alone. I had a lot of codependency issues, and I had to learn how to make myself happy. Depending on somebody else to make you happy is the most unhealthy thing you can do. Because you realize that when you're alone, and there's nobody there for you, all of the issues that you was running away from, or that you was depending on them to get rid of, come back. And it hits you tenfold, and it's a really shitty feeling, okay? I learned how to be by myself. I stopped talking to all my little whatever, my what the fucks, and I felt like anybody who wasn't a real good friend to me, I had to cut them off. It, it was what it was. I didn't have no time in my life for no fucking associates. You had to, had to be my friend, which is borderline is family for me, or you had to go because I needed that time to focus on me. That being said, I didn't even talk to them as much. Of course, I checked in on them because I wasn't going to abandon my friends. You know, don't be a bad friend. Don't just say everybody I give a fuck. I texted on them, you know, I gave them updates. I was like, you know, I love y'all. How y'all doing? Hope y'all doing good. I'm doing good. 
And yeah, I spent a lot of time in here. I found out some new hobbies for myself. That's another thing. You have to try some new shit. I read all day long. Mind you, I've always loved reading, but I started reading more than I had ever done since, like, middle school. Because high school, I didn't really read that much. Came back, started reading some more. Got into anime. Loved that shit. I started gardening. I, If y'all know me, y'all know I'm a plant mom. I love my babies with my whole heart. I take them bitches everywhere. I love them. I treat them like, I talk to them. I treat them like my kids because they are, okay? I started redecorating my room. Your room is your sanctuary. This is where I feel the most at peace that I've ever felt. So I had to invest in my room. I got myself smell goods and candles and incense and oils. And I got new sheets and comforter sets and shit that I thought was really cute. Lots of mirrors. I painted canvases and put them everywhere. Real whimsical colors and shit. Fuzzy rugs and stuff. I had everything I needed in my room so that I could be comfortable spending my time in here. During my healing journey, it was the brink of the pandemic, so I didn't get to go out much. But because, you know, the pandemic is kind of alleviated, definitely take time to go out by yourself. You need to... The most crucial part is to spend time alone because what you want to do is fall in love with yourself. You want to find traits in yourself that you admire. You want to make yourself happy. You don't want to have to be with other people. You don't want to feel like you need these niggas or you need your friends or you need anybody to be, you know, to be more of it, to be who you are. I didn't need these people. All I needed was me. So I didn't get to go out much, but what I used to do, I used to just go out to Marshalls because Marshalls, was, you know, like essential stores are open during the pandemic, right? I would go to Marshalls and I, that's how I started candle, you know, my candle shopping and just buy candles all day. I loved it. I loved that shit. I would um go to Walmart. Y'all know me. Y'all know. Fuck Target. Fuck Target. I love Walmart. That's my shit. Argue with your mom, bitch. It's better. Go on Walmart. Buy a bunch of shit that I know I do not need because I could. I was online shopping in here modeling my fucking clothes like, yeah, bitch, you look good, bitch. And I started doing my hair myself and I had a good ass time with that. If you know, you fucking know. Um... <laughs> What the fuck else? I was in, I just, I was making shit happen, you know? I was just finding out so many things about myself, and it was amazing. I literally loved it. I don't care how crazy it sound. I was in this bitch talking to myself. Yes, the fuck I was. And bitch, I'm funny, so I don't give a fuck. It was, I had a good time. <laughs> um, shit, I don't know. It's just, it's all about prioritizing you. I went natural, uh, like, right before my journey, so I spent a lot of time taking care of my hair, Figuring out what products worked for me. I used to spend a lot of time in my mirror telling myself, you know, like, you're beautiful. I had to rock with my affirmations. Because, you know, my confidence was a little low. I had to work on feeling like I was that bitch. I bought a lot of lingerie. I was taking pictures of myself. You know how that go. Had to boost my confidence because I was really that bitch. And I just had to remind myself. You feel me? Um, And sometimes when I felt like I was a little overwhelmed being at home, I would just go to my cousin's house. Like, it was my little escape over there, right? And she was my person. She is my person. When I say that's the yang to my yang, we are polar opposites, but that's everything to me. I wouldn't be here without her, okay? She literally completes me. I had a shout out to you, AJ, bitch. I love you. And by the way, y'all subscribe to her channel. It's Life of AJ. She has a YouTube channel. Up and coming. She posts vlogs. She's going to have pranks coming for y'all, Q&As, get to know her, all of that. Y'all go on her. Go go subscribe. Like, comment, you know, share. Enjoy it. Because she definitely has a personality that's worth, you know, tuning in. I promise y'all will be entertained. Sorry. Sorry, I know y'all. I be, I be having to put my bitches on. 
But yeah, I would go to my cousin's house sometimes, and I would just chill with her for days on that. Like, I'd be over there for two weeks type shit. Just enjoying her company. Mind you, she live out Clinton, Maryland, y'all. So, it's nothing out there. I had to just be there with her. We would go work out and shit, walk around the buildings and shit. <laughs> like, it was cool, because, you know, suburban area. Um, I started taking up doing things like yoga. I was working out at the time. I don't work out now, because, you know... I'm lazy. I don't care. But I was I was doing yoga. I, I mean, I still do it now, but I was doing yoga then. I wasn't smoking yet, but when I started smoking, oh, bitch, their journey was lit. I was, <laughs> I was in this bitch high as fuck, just living life. <laughs> Didn't give a fuck about nothing. <laughs> but, yeah, doing my yoga, I found some more music. I got, y'all, listen, listen. I listen to country, rock, hip-hop, R&B. The, the the white girl pop jams, okay, heavy metal. I listen to all of it, babe. And that's, during my journey, I just found out more shit. I was like, okay, yeah, I really like this. This is what I like. And I'm not telling y'all, like, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. It was never a smooth selling thing for me. During my journey, as I mentioned to y'all, I have depression. I've had long-term functional depression for about three years now. During my journey, it was hard as fuck to just cut out the people that made me the happiest. I had to, you know, to just limit how much I talked to them. It was hard to be my own source of happiness. It was hard to just build up my confidence. It was never an easy, you know, I woke up one morning and everything was straight thing for me. I spent a lot of time overworking myself. I used to busy myself with work so that way I wouldn't have to come home and be alone. I didn't like, I don't have the best relationship with my family, so I didn't have to, I didn't want to come home and be with them either. Um... I don't know. I wasn't doing no, 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 no uh, drugs, no paraphernalia or nothing like that yet. So I just had to dug it on my own, you know. But as I stated before, although the bad days are bad, the good days were so good that I just had to remind myself, like you know, if you push and try tomorrow, it'll be okay. And self care is a many different things. So for me. Besides taking care of my room and stuff, taking care of my hair, I used to have to go get my nails. I, If you was on my face at that time, you know how that shit went. I got my nails done, like, every other week. <laughs> it was bad for me. I was um constantly doing my hair, of course. I used to just have to take some baths, bubble baths with candles, and just sit in there and think sometimes. I would bake, because I love baking. Bake all the time and shit. I would eat a lot. Oh, y'all, I was stress eating bad. I was stress eating so bad. I'm out of that habit now, but I was stressed eating. It was real bad for me. But shit, I don't know. It's just, I really feel like it's a very necessary journey. Every, I feel like every girl, and even if you're a man, if you want to take one, you take one too. But I feel like every girl, it's essential that you have at least one self-care journey. And you just do whatever you need to do to fall in love with your being. Because you cannot... As I said before, you cannot get in a relationship and love nobody else until you love you. Also, during my journey, I became aware of a lot of my traits. I became aware of how dependent I was. I became aware that I used to make myself, I used to make myself, like, I would blame myself for everything that was going on. But everything was not my fault. I realized that I have control issues. I want to be in control 24-7 all the time. That's um, I still am that way now. I'm working on it. But, you know. When you when you come to terms with, with your faults, you start putting in the effort to fix it. So that way you're not carrying this shit onto other people. Um as I said, like I said, the pandemic's over, so you can definitely try taking trips. Of course don't go alone, but take trips. Even if it's just somewhere simple like fucking Virginia Beach, Ocean City, wherever you need to go, just get out. Take some time. 
become one with nature. Oh my goodness. I don't care if you're not an outside person, y'all. Them nature walks will really get you away. I used to I love winter, right? So every like as soon as winter came, every day I would go outside, bundled up with my tea and my gloves and everything else, my airpods and ready to go. And I would just walk and think and reflect. And it was really it felt so good, y'all. It felt amazing. I didn't realize how how relaxed and how refreshed I felt after. But sometimes being in my room alone by myself was it would get overwhelming. I felt like, you know, I'm tired of just being here. I'm tired of just being me. I'm tired of feeling alone. So I have to go outside, you know, just breathe and think about, you know, what I want. And it's very crucial that you, you know, write down what you want out of your journey. Yes, you can say it, but I'm telling you, when you manifest things, writing them down definitely helps. I had to write down what I wanted. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be independent. And I wanted to feel comfortable, you know. I don't know, just being myself. Like, I, a lot of times I would water down who I was for other people. That was one of my biggest issues. I have such a big personality. But for a really long time, I had to push that down because I thought that it was too much. I felt like I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be accepted as I was. Once I got past that, once you realize everything that you needed to do, it helps you build better relationships. The people I have in my life now would never want me to water down who I am. If anything, them bitches encourage me to be. That's why I'm here now. They encourage my bullshit. That's why I'm right here right now. You feel me? They they push me to be more. They tell me to do more, and I love that. You have to find who you are. so That way you can structure the people around you in the same manner, and there will be people who support you, who love you, and who will go the extra mile for you just how you do for them. And that's all I can say about this. Take that journey. And you will know when you're ready for it when you're ready. You cannot just say, I'm about to have one. Because it's not that easy. You're going to fold. You're going to know. Something is going to be like, yeah, I've had enough. I'm tired of this. I want to change you. I am. And yeah. And do not think it's always going to be good. I'm telling y'all, I spent so many days crying. Y'all, during my little journey, that was right when that song Tricker had dropped by Janae. And following that, she dropped the whole album. Y'all, I was crying every day. If you know me, you know I love scissor. Control is my shit. I was crying every day, okay? It took me a minute before I could even stop crying. I was in a funk. It took me a while. But once I got to that place, it was up. It was up. And I, I was feeling like that bitch. Confidence was 100. I was just being me. Unapologetically me. And I loved it. I fell in love with who Amora was. And nobody could take that shit from me. Everyone deserves that feeling. So definitely, when you're ready, take your journey. If you ever feel like you need tips or tricks or anything, whatever you want to say, come to me. I will definitely share my experience with you. It's nothing. I will tell you all about it in detail. It was a little crazy for me. And my advice to you while you're doing your journey, definitely try to practice celibacy. If you're out here fucking while you're doing it, it might fuck with you a little bit. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's going to fuck with you. Try celibacy. You need to, you need, I don't want to say complete isolation, but you definitely need time to just be by yourself. Whew, that was deep, girl. Okay, so now, for the last part of this uh, podcast, I'm starting this new segment where I'm going to just ask y'all about y'all opinions on the week, this week's topic because I feel like, you know, the fact that I can't have people with me all the time because, you know, COVID cases or whatever, I want to, I still want to get other people's opinion. Like, yes, it's my podcast and it's all about, you know, it's as told by more. It's all about my opinion. It definitely do not help to get outside opinions and figure out what y'all are thinking, what y'all want, you know, what other people have going on in their head. So, I posted this poll. 
on my own, on all of my social medias, or not a poll, but a question on all my social medias, and I asked y'all, you know, what is y'all opinion on toxic relationships? You know, it's not no right or wrong answer. Just tell me how you feel. Boom. So first, we got from Foreign X Leisha. Y'all can follow her on Instagram or Twitter. This is my bitch. Don't try to go smack her though, because like I said, it's my bitch, and I beat your ass about her because I don't want to share. But anyways, she said, toxic relationships are not all that people make it to be. Relationships are that supposed to be hard and painful. Oh, are not supposed to be hard and painful. My bad. Maybe a couple ups and downs, but nobody wants to sit and cry every day over a bitch or a nigga. That shit is draining, and mentally, niggas do not need that. Exactly, girl, exactly. Okay? We got from BrieXAna on Twitter. Toxic relationships are not where it's at, nor should it be normalized. Like what Tay said, Somebody else who commented. The constant arguing and threatening toward one another is seen as cute. Not, but that, but only until that behavior is ex- displayed toward you. Y'all, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to stutter. It's just bad for me. It's bad for me. I'm working on it. Take a breather real quick. I'm good. People confuse the characteristics of toxic behavior as obsession or true interest when it's truthfully possessive nature or lack of security between each part. Oh, girl, yes. Spoken word. Spoken fucking word. And that's from Jordan Amari on Twitter. Okay, so we got from Super Rich Tay, Instagram and Twitter. Toxic relationships were glorified on social media by people who've never been in one. Thank you. It's draining and unhealthy. Thank you. Spoken fucking word. (laughs) They think arguing all the time and threatening one another is cute, but they need to seek help. And do. Y'all need to get some fucking therapy, okay? Take a break from Twitter. We're going to switch over to Instagram. And so, we have from MGM Moz, toxic ain't always good, but ain't not. hell no. Nah. He's talking about some ain't nothing wrong with toxic. See, this how I know you one of them, this, them be the niggas that be like, yeah, I like my girls crazy. I like my girl that threatened me, da, da, da. That shit is not okay. You need to seek help, okay? You need help. I'm, yes, I'm shaming y'all. Seek help. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> we got from... Bye underscore Ren. Hey, bye Ren. Oh, that's my that's my homeboy, y'all. I love him. Okay, everyone's toxic in some way to someone. Your partner just deals with it differently. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Okay. We got from Dionis the Ray. That's my bitch. Yeah, purr. It's fetishized nowadays. It is. I don't know. Social media just have y'all thinking everything that they post is just so okay. And it's not. Like, why would you ever want to be toxic? You're weird. Don't be weird. Um, damn. That's all for today? Yep, yep, yep. All right, so y'all speaking y'all peace. Pretty much, I'm sure y'all mostly agree with me. I got a lot of uh, likes on my little, what I had said. So, more of the story. Talk relationships are never okay. If you're in one, try to leave, girl. Just tr- boy, sis, whoever, I don't know. Cause y'all, all y'all be listening, and I appreciate y'all so much. You know, I love the, I love the support. If you Emma, just leave. You deserve better. You deserve happiness. You deserve something easy and simple and healthy. You do not deserve to constantly feel like you at war with your partner. That's a fucking mess. So if you Emma talks to this ship and you need help getting out of one, I'm always here to offer that advice. I can help you walk away in a way that is not rude, and y'all can still maybe be friends or whatever. I don't know. If you need to just leave and they get crazy about it, then you need to, you know, whatever needs to be done, do it. But you got to get out of that, 
that situation so that you can move on to something that's better for you. And as I recommend it, ladies, take that journey. Heal yourselves. Fellas, if you want to take one too, you are more than welcome. Fall in love with who you are. And before you love somebody else, make sure you love you. Thank y'all for tuning in. I love y'all so much. Like I said, I'm trying to get more consistent. I'm going to have another episode for y'all next week. Please be checking my uh, social media for the post so I can know what y'all want to hear first. Because as y'all know, it's whatever y'all choose. It's all about what y'all want to hear. Yes, I'm going to talk my shit, but it's all for y'all. You feel me? If you go back to school this week, you know, because Morgan is for sure, I know. Have a great first week of classes. Let me know how y'all shit went. Y'all can always talk to me. I think y'all are really funny people, so it's fine. Like, I love when y'all DM me. It's cool. Um, If you ever need help, anyone to talk to, definitely reach out to me. Y'all know I'm here for y'all. It's really nothing. I don't have shit. I don't do nothing but work and sit in my room. So, y'all can... I'm here. I promise. Peace and blessings or whatever, y'all. Stay safe.